Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the Power, to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envy.
his eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio, broadcasting around the world on the Fringe FM. The Fringe FM applications for your mobile device, they are free, and talk stream live in the Paranormal Radio app. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com rdgable at yahoo.com or find us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings if you miss an episode of the show or you want to listen at a more convenient time you can subscribe to our unique and expansive show archive download and stream every show after it airs you get access to our montages and my digital books we have weekly monthly and yearly subscriptions the yearly subscription is by far the best deal because you also get a physical autographed book with free shipping in the U.S. You can grab those books separately. It's all at www.thesecretteachings.info. It supports the show, the network, and you. We are also working on a Patreon account with behind-the-scenes videos, so that is coming soon. And we've just linked up with an old affiliate sponsor. They used to be called Pro Pure Water Filters. They are now Pro One and we are now Pro Pro One. I've got an old Pro Pure water filter. And if you go to our website, you'll see at the top of the page, the slider bar, and at the bottom right of the page, another little ad promo. If you click on that link, it will take you directly to the Pro One website. You have to do it through our website, though. And if you buy a water filter, whether it's a jug or it's a a larger metal filter, something for travel, something for your kitchen, your friends, your family. We get a percentage of that. That's how, obviously, the affiliate program works. And uh, I think that, sincerely, everybody needs to filter their water. I've used the same filter now. Paid $140 for it back in 2015, 2016, and it's lasted that long. It'll probably last a lot longer a really great product. It filters out the fluoride, the chlorine, the mercury, etc. And I just want to plug that because we just got the affiliate program hooked back up. We actually lost some cells because the old link broke and I didn't know about it, but we got it hooked back, uh, hooked back up. Uh, when you want a water filter, you can go to the website, browse their huge selection. And uh, if you buy one with our link, it doesn't cost you anything then we get a percentage of that, and it helps to support the show. So if you already have all of my books, you're already a subscriber, and you're looking for a water filter, even if you're not looking for a water filter, go check it out, www.thesecretteachings.info. Click on that Pro One link, and you can visit their website to find their whole selection of products. It was about five years ago, six years ago, when I bought that water filter, that I had transitioned from an old radio network called Dark Matter Radio. I was on that network 2013, 2014. I know I picked up a lot of listeners from that network. A lot of you still are with us, finding us on the Dark Matter Network. I appreciate that, sticking with us over the years through 
the hoops we've jumped through on different networks. And when I was on the Dark Matter Radio Network, I learned, and that was eight years ago, I was 22 years old, I learned that you know there are certain things that are off limits. There are certain things that you're not allowed to talk about. I remember a show that I did with my good friend Mike D., who co-hosts on occasion with us. He's got a bio up on our website as well under the About page. And Mike and I were talking about black masses and the Vatican. And we got an email from that network, and they told us that's not paranormal enough. And I remember finding that so bizarre, considering that I had listened to the network that night, and there was just hours and hours of Bigfoot shows. Nothing against Bigfoot. But there was hours and hours of Bigfoot shows. And then I get a message from the network telling me black masses in the Vatican was not paranormal enough. And I, and I distinctly remember thinking, what do you think they're doing if, you know, if, if this is really happening, if there's an actual black mass, what do you think they're doing at an actual black mass? Are, are they just communing with Satan, you know, to have a dinner guest? What, what do you think they're doing at a black mass? I don't think that that is lacking paranormal substance. I mean, honestly, I think Bigfoot was lacking paranormal substance in comparison. Like, you know, we, we, we had a discussion with the network about that. But putting that behind us, over the years, I learned that there are people... I'm not sure who these people are. They are perhaps trolls. They are perhaps agents of some agency. I don't know who they are. All I know is I've interacted with them and just common listeners. And I even had an ex-girlfriend who accused me of the same thing, of being a pedophile, uh, of, of being sexually attracted to children. Uh, I was accused of those things by, like, Two or three listeners might have been trolls, might have been government a- agents. I-, I have no idea. But I do know that my ex-girlfriend a long, long time ago accused me of that because I was talking about the subject on radio. And I never understood that either. Why? How would I be a pedophile for exposing pedophilia and talking about things like the Finders and the Franklin scandal? How would that make me a pedophile? Why is that being projected back on me? Now, that was like eight years ago. Seven, eight years ago. Seven, eight years later from that time, we have seen an explosive expansion of what really could only be considered the assimilation of pedophilic ideology into the mainstream narrative. To the point now where, although I don't support collective ideologies, I don't support groups, I don't care if they're white supremacists, I don't care if they're Jewish groups, I don't care if they're gay groups, I just don't support cult ideologies. But I find it strange that LGBTQ groups have somehow been pulled into this pedophilic circle where there are many people that are suggesting it's all over the internet. And maybe I shouldn't say many people. There's a select handful of people 
that are suggesting that LGBTQ should become part pedophilic. Like pedophile should be a protected class of people alongside of lesbians and gays. And despite the fact that most people don't understand how our constitutional republic works in the United States, that people are protected as human beings, born as human beings, free as human beings, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, things like marriage, gay marriage, th- these are different. These, these have nothing to do with human rights. Uh, having a, a marriage between a man and a man is, is something that deals in the opinions of a civil society. It's not a, a human right, uh, whether it's man and woman, etc. So the point is, well, that has been injected into the conversation, and it's bizarre. And then you've got drag queen story time, and you've got children that are like dancing uh, with, with either convicted pedophiles or... So tonight's show is not about that, but that has been over the last seven to eight years, injected into the mainstream narrative. So what was very taboo at one point to even discuss has now been almost glorified in the mainstream community. For some reason, it's, it's virtually every night. It's on the news. It's in re- news reports I read online. It's just, for some reason, acceptable to talk about. Until you get into other things, when you talk about Jeffrey Epstein, you're not allowed to talk about that for different reasons because there are powerful people involved. And I say involved now because despite the fact that Jeffrey Epstein is is dead, those networks of blackmail through intelligence agencies are ongoing. They didn't stop when Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. They're ongoing. Epstein was just an agent of that system, burned at the appropriate time to protect powerful people. Now, those were 14, 15, 16-year-olds down to, I've read, uh, 12-year-olds, 11-year-olds, even down to 8-year-olds. And that was done for blackmail. And I'm sure that that is a whitewashed version of the story, considering how deep even the mainstream media went into the Jeffrey Epstein story. The USA Today even publishing that Epstein and his Zora Ranch in New Mexico, in the U.S., was attempting to create a Liebensborn-type program with top scientists and, and people that were working to freeze his penis. This was in the USA Today, freeze his penis and create a race of hybrid uh, superhumans. That was in the USA Today. That was part of Epstein's plan with Bill Gates and these other top you know, scientists and other powerful, powerful people. And then you get the Nexium cult. Uh, Allison Mack, actress Allison Mack, and Keith Raniere. Allison Mack turned over uh, an audio recording of Keith Raniere. This is the Nexium cult here in upstate New York. Keith Raniere talking about a branding ritual where Keith Raniere and Allison Mack are having a discussion about how to brand his slaves, according to prosecutors. Now, Mac has pleaded guilty to racketeering charges in April of 2019. She faces uh, 14 to 17 and a half years behind bars. But she provided the tape where Raniere discussed a branding ritual where his slaves, as they called them, were tattooed with his initials. He, he denied that he was doing this, but the tape suggests something different. The actual branding on the women suggests something different. In fact, if you read 
the book by Kathy O'Brien, Transformation of America, she talks about the branding in that book as well. And she specifically names people like Hillary Clinton as being involved, people like George Bush as being involved, clearly moving across political perceptions of party lines. Now, they don't tell you in this article from Variety that although she turned over the audio recordings, her initials were also part of the branding. So it wasn't just Keith Raniere. It was also Allison Mack. It wasn't just KR. It was also AM. That's a very important piece of information. Of course, one of the financiers of the Operation Nexium was Claire Bronfman. Lots of women were involved in this, just like Oprah Winfrey recruiting women for Harvey Weinstein. Just like uh, Oprah Winfrey being involved with John of God. A lot of women involved. Okay, it's not about men or women issues. It's about sadistic, some masochistic, psychopaths, sociopaths, predators preying on women and on children and even on men. Uh, this is this is a subject that just it's it's not just human or child trafficking. It's not just branding rituals. I mean, it, it, it's from it's from just typical ideological cults all the way to the other side of the spectrum to what amounts to black masses where children are 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 killed. And if it's not killed in a they're not killed in a black mass, uh, they're killed in mass. With hard documentation, hard evidence, as has been documented time and time and time again, just north of the U.S. border in Canada, where a variety of churches, particularly the Catholic Church, ran what are referred to as residential schools for Native children. These schools opened in the 1830s. The last one closed in the 1990s. That's right, 1830s to the 1990s these schools operated, where children were routinely beaten, starved, abused in a variety of ways, including sexual abuse, tortured, and killed. Now, I've read death rates up to 50% for Native children, 150,000 officially 150,000 children taken from their native homes, their native lands, forced to go to these schools to quote-unquote assimilate with with the new culture, and uh, roughly half of them wound up dead. A lot of them survived, of course, uh, 50% or so. Uh, They're still alive today to tell their stories. They've been in the news recently because the Kamloops Indian Residential School in British Columbia it was in the news. It was closed in 1978, but it's in the news in 2021 because with ground-penetrating radar, 215 children, or the remains of these children, found on the grounds of this school in British Columbia. And that was reported on the 29th of May. June 24th, a few days ago, 751 unmarked graves were found at another residential school in the Saskatchewan province, the Maryville School. These are just two mass graves that have been found. There's a lot more to come. There's a lot more to come here on The Secret Teachings. We're going to dive into this tonight. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. There's more after this. Stay with us.
You are listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, where you can catch the secret teachings with Ryan Gable five nights a week after Lighting the Void with Joe Rook. If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of my books. For the month of June, home of the summer solstice, you can submit a one-time donation of only $45 and get a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping. For those of you who want to consistently support the show, you can subscribe for a monthly donation and get the same access to the archive. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donation Subscribe tab at the top of the page. If you're just interested in the books, you can find each one of those on the website as well. And if you have any questions, you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for supporting The Secret Teachings over the years. I look forward to keeping you company through all the late nights and early mornings for many years to come. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app free in google play and the ios app store do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in join me jess rogie the host of the rogie report where we explore the unrevealed every wednesday night live at 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern here on the fringe fm ktlk digital broadcasting This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm. 
We're taking a live look at the Vatican. We just heard Chief Bobby Cameron calling on the Pope to apologize for the church's role in residential schools. The Cowess's First Nations discovery comes a month after the discovery of 215 unmarked graves at the Kamloops Indian Residential School in British Columbia. As many as 751 unmarked graves were discovered on Thursday at another former Indian residential school in Canada's Saskatchewan. The discovery at the Maryville Indian Residential School marks the largest to date, as Canada continues to reckon with its past abuse of Indigenous peoples. Kids would not show up in classroom. They would disappear for the next day, and we knew that they were gone, but we didn't know where they were gone. Apologizing to Indigenous Canadians after the remains of more than 200 Indigenous children were found last week. Some were as young as three. Many from Indigenous communities gathered this week to honor the lives lost. The remains were discovered in Kamloops, British Columbia. Indigenous communities are now calling for other school sites to also be searched remains. The Liberal government doesn't care damn about Indigenous people and doesn't know anything of substance about what it is that we need. Canada's residential school system, operated between 1831 and 1996, forcibly removed some 150,000 Indigenous children from their families. The mostly Catholic residential schools, run on behalf of the federal government, often subjected the children to malnutrition, physical, and sexual abuse. The Liberal government doesn't care damn about Indigenous people and doesn't know anything. Which nation's administration do you most admire? Admiration I actually have for China. Their you know, basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime. And it's graves. This my body shivers to know that there is more. This is not going to stop. I'm Ryan Gable, and you are tuned into The Secret Teachings, broadcasting around the world five nights a week, Monday through Friday, from The Fringe FM. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Our email, rdgable at yahoo.com. 215 children, as young as three years old, found at a former indigenous school site in Canada, the Kamloops Indian Residential School in British Columbia. May 29, 2021, Reuters. The Guardian, June 24, 2021, Canada discovers 751 unmarked graves at a former residential school in the Saskatchewan province, the Maryville School. And although... Suddenly, our attention in the mainstream media is focused on these two former residential schools. Of course, the residential school system beginning in the 1830s, lasting until the 1990s. Over 100,000 to 150,000 natives were taken from their homes by force, by decree, and were forced into residential schools where they were tortured, where they were beaten, starved, sexually abused, and murdered, all in the name of assimilation. While people's attention is suddenly focused on this in the media, all the mainstream media outlets, all the news articles neglect to mention that these so-called mass graves that have been discovered through ground-penetrating radar, these so-called mass graves are 
by no means new, by no means uh, a discovery, per se. Uh, Discoveries of these types of things go back decades, about 100 years or more. These types of mass grave sites have been found in Canada. Now, according to uh, one person I've spoken to from Canada who has studied this extensively, he told me that not only do these grave sites go back a hundred or so years, and we might not even want to use the word grave site because of the original definition of the word, but these uh, mass burial sites, these dumping sites for these children, are, and some young adults, are being presented to the media as part of what amounts to a whitewashing campaign, kind of like the 2015 Truth and Reconciliation Commission in Canada that acknowledged some level of genocide or what they called cultural genocide to candy coat the implication and the historical record of what such a word means, genocide. Going back to 2015 and even before that, back to 2008, the, the, the steady stream of acknowledgement of such horrific actions against the Native people by the Canadian government has been leaked slowly but surely to the mainstream and to the public in a slow drip to acclimate them to not what happened in history so that they can dismiss it and believe that they live in a place, particularly in Canada, where there is no history of such atrocities, or that they can go to institutions like the Catholic Church where there's simply an apology for past atrocities and everything is wonderful. We can just take our communion and continue to support the institution. But that these are the types of things that are relegated to the past and they don't happen today. And so this person I was talking to in Canada, uh, we're actually going to speak with him tonight on the show, the next hour, was telling me that uh, what they're showing you are some of these uh, so-called mass dumping sites, these uh, so-called mass graves that were found with a ground-penetrating radar. But these are places that are not only allowed to be shown to the public, but that the real places are still in operation today where natives are dumped at these sites. Now, I've read here in the United States that the number one location for missing children and missing people is, uh, I guess, I guess it would depend on the, the statistic or the report that you're looking at, but one of the top places, let's put it that way, one of the top places where children go missing today in 2021 is on Indian reservations, native reservations, particularly those in the Southwest. So this is an ongoing thing. It's not relegated to the 1830s. It's, it's not confined to the early 20th century or to the mid to late 20th century. It's happening in the 21st century. You could just go down a list of similarly related things happening in the world around us. The institutions that we support and that we are a part of to the television shows and the movies that entertain us. I mean, probably one of the more benign cases, it doesn't deal with children, it deals with women being recruited into a sex cult 
in upstate New York by a former Hollywood actress named Allison Mack. And Allison Mack worked with Keith Raniere at the Nexium Cult to recruit women who would be then branded, turn over nude photos of themselves as collateral, and would be forced to have sex with Keith Raniere, it's a sex cult, and perform rituals with Keith Raniere, and act as his quote-unquote slaves, him being the master. Now, what is astounding to me is that although I tend to see American history in a a more balanced and, uh, let's say, factual way than the, the hysterics that claim everything about American history is just racism when no more than 2% of the population at any given time own slaves. And most of the stuff that people wear today, their, their Nikes and the iPhones they use are literally made by slaves today. And places like Somalia, one of the most dangerous places in the world, uh, people are still enslaved there today. And there are different forms of slavery. There's debt slavery. You can apply the word slavery to a lot of things. But it's astounding to me that some universities in the United States want to eliminate the word master, even eliminate the word master bedroom. Probably masturbate, too. Masturbate's a a racist, slave-driving word, I would suspect. Eliminate master bedroom, master bathroom, masturbate. Master's a bad word. So you say that, and yet... The people that are so concerned with language that want to eliminate these words, I didn't see anything from social justice groups about how Keith Raniere was a master and he had slaves, the women, recruited to his cult by Allison Mack to have sex with him and to be branded in rituals. There's very little concern over that. Why? Why is there a little concern over that? Why? Is it just because the media doesn't report it? The media does report it. It's a whitewashed, sanitized version of what actually happened. They don't make m- much mention of the fact that the there were at least three or four top people in the Nexium cult. Only one of them was a male. The rest of them were women, including the financier, Claire Bronfman, very wealthy, wealthy person. And... On this end of the spectrum, we'll go to the other end in a moment. On this end of the spectrum, women willing, willingly, willfully go into this cult. I mean, the psychology of it, obviously, you don't feel like you're a part of society. You're at a breaking point. You find somewhere you fit in. Even if you realize this is wrong, I'm naked on the floor and there's naked pictures being taken of me or I've turned naked pictures in for collateral and I'm having a, I'm having myself branded with the initials of some cult leader. I mean, at some point, you know, I've listened to the interviews of some of these women. They were like, well, I, I didn't really want to do it, but it just I was felt forced to do it. OK, sure. But on this level, on this end of the spectrum. These are women willingly participating in what amounts to a sex cult. Now, they might feel forced or coerced and under duress, but these are people participating willingly in a cult. When you read stories about that, it's infuriating enough. When you read stories about Harvey Weinstein, that's the sanitized version of corporate Hollywood and of the the elite political power structure that perceptually runs our world. 
you know, have sex with me and I'll put you in a movie. Watch me, you know, jack off on a plant and I'll put you in a movie. You know, women willfully did that. And, and then you move to the Nexium cult and women were coerced into doing it. And you never saw anything in the media when the Me Too movement was big. You never saw anything in the media, at least the mainstream media, about Harvey Weinstein or how Oprah Winfrey recruited women to Harvey Weinstein or how Allison Mack was the number two at the Nexium cult recruiting women. And by the way, she had her initials AM within his initials, Keith Raniere, KR, branded on the women, meaning that she was a leader in the cult. But because she worked with prosecutors to bring Keith Raniere to so-called justice, Allison Mack is going to probably face less time in jail, probably over a decade at least, a decade and a half, but less time in jail if she didn't cooperate. But she was a big part of the cult. Yet there's very little to no acknowledgement of the part that women played. Now, you could use that to suggest that there should be a war waged on women, like some suggest there should be a war waged on men. This isn't about men. This isn't about women. And even if it were about men or women, one thing gets lost in the mix, one thing that propels us to the other side of that spectrum. And it's that although some women gave it up to get in a movie or some women felt down so they joined a cult, how about the Finders in the 1980s, way before computers, when the Finders cult, the Finders group, were trafficking and abusing and torturing children, and they had a computer database akin to something only the military would have, and they had connections to the feds, or the Franklin scandal is another big one, and it's like a, a, a woman takes her underwear off for a director or a producer in Hollywood and the Me Too movement erupts. But if a woman funds a sex cult and another woman recruits for the sex cult, nobody cares. And if anybody does care, we just seem to accidentally or conveniently neglect the fact that these are adults that at least have some sense of awareness and consciousness. These aren't children being flown in on planes to various states throughout the United States, put onto buses run by the Department of Defense, and then trafficked across the country officially, where the federal government here in the United States won't even acknowledge that it's going on, let alone that it's a problem with an open border and open child trafficking, open human trafficking, open, publicly. It's not denied it's accepted, and it's to the point now where it's almost, because of, of political bias, it's almost glorified. Yes, we would like an open border. Yes, we would like to traffic children. Yes, we would like to distribute them to the appropriate buyers across the country, to the appropriate people who have the resources. Or Where do you think all these kids are coming from? You think they're coming from suburbs, you know, in Chicago or suburbs in Orlando? You think they're just they're, they're just taking them out of orphanages? No, they're, they're trafficking these kids from places like Mexico. Uh, they're trafficking these children from from the Ukraine, from Africa, all over the world. You think they're just being trafficked? They're just being moved to better homes? This is a big international network. In fact, the Hill, 
a, a very sacred news source for some people politically, reported back in 2020 that there was a global child sex abuse network uncovered globally around the world with big ties to the United States. And, you know, whether it's the residential schools in Canada and the whitewashing and, and, and the, the, the slow drip of, of, of some form of some form of drug like a morphine to just kind of put you into a relaxed state so that you accept the atrocity, you're not concerned with it, and you don't really care what happens. That was in the past. The slow drip of that to the slow drip of Jeffrey Epstein, that there's no such thing as a, as a, as a, as a torturous blackmail operation run by intelligence agencies. That, and if it does happen, it's just some like 16-year-olds, and that's bad, but it's not really a big deal. But then you get into the, into the substance of it, and you find that Epstein and his top friends that were scientists, billionaires, they were trying to create these hybrid you know, superhumans, and they're they're running a a, a a a sex cult operation where yeah they'll acknowledge sixteen year olds in official reports, but the numbers go down closer to single digits. And uh, presidents and media people and fashion designers, people up and coming, people well established participated in this willingly or by by blackmail by default through the blackmail and uh on one level it's all about control and another level it's about money but it's a it's a spiritual disease it's a it's something that's very hard to put our finger on as people who are living our lives in a much simpler way you know, it, we're, you're talking about institutions, you're talking about government agencies, you're talking about powerful people who don't think, don't worry, they, they don't have to concern themselves with the things that people like you and I concern ourselves with, we, we, that were things that we think about. Uh, this is... This is something that's happening all over the world. And, and whether it's uh, migrant children being trafficked into the United States. And, and by the way, th- this, is an, uh, this is a report from Channel 3 WRCB-TV in Tennessee. Or it's the Nexium cult with the branding rituals that has now been officially confirmed because of uh, audio turned over by Allison Mack to prosecutors. Uh, or it's the, 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 the hundreds, probably the thousands of things that you never hear. Because at the residential schools in Canada, this has been known about for 100 plus years. The so-called mass grave sites. But they show you these today for some political reason. And I'm sure our guest tonight will talk about it. They show you these today for some political reason. So you ignore the remainder of what hasn't been shown to the public, but otherwise is known to researchers and investigators, to authorities even while they continue to carry out the same crimes today. And so you'll get some reports of like a pedophile network busted, which of course pedophile means the child lover, child friend. Or you'll get a report of like some migrant kids being possibly trafficked and it's turned into a political issue. But these are things that are happening right now as we speak. And 
maybe you think, eh, it's just like this is negative. What's the point in talking about it? Well, I think the point in talking about it, there's a lot of points, but one of the main points in talking about it is to shed light on it. Because if I know about this and I have a platform to disseminate it to you as an audience, I am guilty. I am, I am akin to, the, to the, the, the getaway driver or the person who stashes the knife from the murder. I need to. I have an obligation to. I have a duty to share this with you. So you can interpret it as negative. I don't like sitting here reading about late-night flights carrying migrant children across the United States onto Department of Defense buses that are contracted out through private companies. I don't like reading about weird, bizarre rituals of branding carried out by sex cults up here in New York, you know, that are very, very similar to the branding rituals that were performed uh, to Kathy O'Brien described in Transformation of America, where she names Bill and Hillary Clinton, along with George Bush and his son, crosses political lines. It's not about politics, but people can't seem to get their head out of the political sand. They think everything's politics, you know, or when I used to talk about black masses in the Vatican, And uh, I was told by the radio network at the time, you can't do that because that's not paranormal enough. Talk about Bigfoot more. I mean, how much more Bigfoot do you want? How much Bigfoot do you need? You know, how how much more Loch Ness Monster do you need? Uh, Humans being trafficked and... How about this? How about this? Read the report from the grand jury in Pennsylvania about the predator priests, where they would take children, they would brand them with items like necklaces so the priests would know which kid was which kid. This was official. This came out of mainline news. And then they would take the children, and this was the sanitized version. This was the whitewashed version. Take the children, make them, the little boys, stand naked on a cross, mock Jesus Christ on the cross, and then they would proceed to rape them or abuse them or whatever else they chose to do with them in similar ways to how Kathy O'Brien explained her abuse in that book, Transformation of America. And it's like I sit here with, I mean, literally, I have stacks of papers that are, it's probably six, seven, eight inches tall. That's just what I have here in my, my main studio. I have a, my little closet. I have a bunch of papers in there. This is, and it's all mainstream news reports. There's a few independent investigations, a few things here or there, but it's all mainline news. So these are not isolated incidences, and these are not things confined to history. This is a worldwide, massive series of networks and groups and organizations that work together to do this to children, to young adults, to adults, to the elderly. I mean, hell, back in June of 2019, Italian police arrested 18 people, including a mayor, social, uh, social workers, and, and psychologists for brainwashing children into believing their parents had abused them in order to take them away from their homes and then sell them to foster care. I mean, the level of organization and the level of abuse is far beyond even the little bit of of information that maybe leak isn't the right word, but the little bit of information that's leaked to the public. It's way beyond that. Way, way, way beyond that. We get a tiny sneak peek, but there's always something more. There's always another reason why. Why is Canada finally acknowledging officially again that there are these mass graves or dumping sites? Well, because there's something else That's happening in Canada today, and they need to get ahead of the story before another country takes advantage of it politically. 
And that, I think, is, is primarily what most of this is all about. And we're going to talk with Kevin Annett tonight on The Secret Teachings about just that. We haven't spoken with Kevin for a couple of years. He used to be on the show a lot. Kevin Annett, global human rights campaigner, whistleblower. He exposed so much abuse and murder carried out by the church and state in Canada at the residential schools. I'm sure he is inundated with calls and text messages and emails. And we're going to have Kevin on the show tonight. Murderbydecree.com is his website. Murderbydecree.com. Also an interesting note, all of his books, I did all the artwork for those books a long time ago using my uh, my Photoshop program. You can see those books on Murderbydecree.com. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the archive. Grab a book. And grab a water filter to purify your water. All those things are ways that you can support the show at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com. Kevin Annett on The Secret Teachings after this. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. If you enjoyed The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of my books. 
For the month of June, home of the summer solstice, you can submit a one-time donation of only $45 and get a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping. For those of you who want to consistently support the show, you can subscribe for a monthly donation and get the same access to the archive. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donation Subscribe tab at the top of the page. If you're just interested in the books, you can find each one of those on the website as well. And if you have any questions, you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for supporting The Secret Teachings over the years. I look forward to keeping you company through all the late nights and early mornings for many years to come. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhanced and improved sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses, slips, mix, multiple clips and tracks, back volumes, deliver consistent sound, live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and loudness measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, no artwork. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. The biggest thing is time. A lot of people that podcast don't have time. It's going to take you months to launch. We did it for you. We could do it tomorrow. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. This is Jess Rogie, host of the Rogie Report, and you're listening to the Fringe FM, KTLK, digital broadcasting. If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm. We're taking a live look at the Vatican. We just heard Chief Bobby Cameron calling on the Pope to apologize for the church's role in residential schools. The Caus' First Nations discovery comes a month after the discovery of 215 unmarked graves at the Kamloops Indian Residential School in British Columbia. As many as 751 unmarked graves were discovered on Thursday at another former Indian residential school in Canada's Saskatchewan. The discovery at the Maryville Indian Residential School marks the largest to date, as Canada continues to reckon with its past abuse of Indigenous peoples. Kids would not show up in classroom. They would disappear for the next day, and we knew that they were gone, but we didn't know where they were gone. Apologizing to Indigenous Canadians after the remains of more than 200 Indigenous children were found last week. Some were as young as three. Many from Indigenous communities gathered this week to honor the lives lost. The remains were discovered in Kamloops, British Columbia. Indigenous communities are now calling for other school sites to also be searched for remains. The Liberal government doesn't care down about Indigenous people and doesn't know anything of substance about what it is that we need. Canada's residential school system, operated between 1831 and 1996, forcibly removed some 150,000 Indigenous children from their families. 
the mostly Catholic residential schools run on behalf of the federal government often subjected the children to malnutrition, physical, and sexual abuse. The liberal government doesn't care down about indigenous people and doesn't know anything. Which nation's administration do you most admire? Admiration I actually have for China. Their you know, basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime. Unmarked graves. This my body shivers to know that there's more. This is not going to stop. I'm Ryan Gable, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio, broadcasting around the world, Monday through Friday, right here on The Fringe FM. The Fringe FM apps, talk stream live, paranormal radio app, and more. Our website, thesecretteachings.info. Our email, rdgable at yahoo.com. As we discussed in the first hour, 215 children were found at a former indigenous school site in Canada, the Kamloops Indian Residential School in British Columbia. That was reported May 29th, 2021. And then another report from June 24th, just under a month later, another 751 unmarked graves at a former residential school in the Saskatchewan province, the Maryville School, or Maryville School. According to reports, there were more than just children found. There might also be some younger adults there as well. These are just the reports that I'm reading from Reuters and The Guardian, among other reporting sites, just in a month, two different reports, 251 and 751 children and young adults found in these mass graves with ground-penetrating radar at former residential school sites across Canada, British Columbia, and the Saskatchewan province. Now, the Canadian government has paid lip service Justin Trudeau, you know, the guy who said he would like to have a dictatorship like China. They paid lip service to the native communities and have uh, asked for a hollow apology from the Vatican, as if that matters. Uh, There are many uh, of the people who worked in these residential schools who are still alive today, not just survivors of the schools, but many of the people who worked in the schools are still alive today. And uh, there are some uh, from the Native communities in Canada and others from around the world calling for those people to be prosecuted for the crimes that they carried out. The history of it is um, not something that we know much about here in the United States. If you're Canadian, uh, most of the people that I know who know about this are Canadian. I have a lot of Canadian friends, a lot of Canadian listeners, and they're aware of what went on in these residential schools from torture and starvation uh, to sexual abuse. And they know the Vatican's role in this. Uh, Other uh, religious institutions, not just Catholic, uh, ran some of these schools, but they were primarily Catholic. And uh, we've attempted on the secret teachings to bring this information to your attention over the last seven to eight years. Uh, We've been on air for 10, five years professionally. But even before we became professional, we were trying to bring this information to your attention. Going back, I think it's been... Six or seven years now, we had a a guest on the show named Kevin Annett, a renowned global human rights campaigner. He is a prolific author and a whistleblower who has led a movement across Canada and across the rest of the world to expose and prosecute 
the murder of children and young adults by church and state, and not just Canada, but Europe as well. He's also the co-founder of the International Tribunal of Crimes of Church and State. And um, before I really knew who Kevin was, I had done some research on Kevin and other people like Kevin, and I found that anybody who attempted to bring exposure to these subjects were met with a ruthless campaign of not only censorship, but character assassination and defamation. And although I didn't realize it at the time, seven, eight years ago, when I first began discussing these types of subjects, even before I knew Kevin, uh, which is why I had contacted him, because I was, I was covering these subjects on uh, an old radio network, I had found myself subject to such things, uh, character assassinations, uh, ad hominem attacks, uh, defamation, simply for discussing things that were in mainstream news, like in this case, Reuters or The Guardian reporting on these stories. It wasn't something I had experienced firsthand. I, you know, I hadn't interviewed uh, you know, sex abuse survivors of some cult or you know, people that survived residential schools. It was just something I discussed and people attacked me. I even had an ex-girlfriend accuse me of being a pedophile because I was interested in exposing the crimes of church, exposing the crimes of state, exposing the crimes of people who ran cults like the Nexium cult or the the, the Finders uh, group, more than a cult, which was run by uh, governmental agencies, uh, or the Franklin scandal, or now, of course, the revelations of of uh, Jeffrey Epstein, which will never go away, and networks of blackmail and child trafficking continue today, even though Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, as they say. Uh, he was going so far as to running an operation uh, that was akin to Liebensborn in Germany, where they were trying to create a master race with his sperm at a New Mexico compound in the United States, where he wanted to freeze his genitals, literally, this was in the USA Today newspaper, and uh, breed a race of super beings. Again, it sounds insane. It was in the USA Today newspaper. I have a copy of it. Uh, to breed a race of superhumans with his seed uh, that were like hybrid, genetically modified beings or something. And he was working with top scientists and, and top uh, researchers and, and billionaire philanthropists like Bill Gates, who frequented his various compounds, and... Uh, the exposure of Jeffrey Epstein kind of led to a, a, a general revelation that these these are not isolated incidences, that this, this kind of stuff outside of individual cults like the Nexium cult here in upstate New York, this is widespread. This is historical. This is, this is enormous in scope. And uh, there are relationships between cults and groups and historical atrocities like the residential schools in Canada but it all kind of comes from that same demonic, diabolic, evil voidness in, uh, I, I suppose we could say that voidness in, in the human being itself. People that are void of humanity, void of spirit, void of soul, void of God. I don't know. We're going to get the take of Kevin Annett this evening. I have Kevin on the line with me right now here on The Secret Teachings. Kevin, it's been a long time since we talked. How are you Fill us in on some of the stuff that, that you've been covering, and then we'll get to specifics. Well, hi, Ryan. It's really good to be back on the air with you. You know, all of this stuff happening now, it's, somebody said to me the other day, it must be nice to be vindicated, <laughs> because it's like all of this stuff coming out now, A, it's not new at all. The first reports of these mass graves are 
happened 114 years ago, reported on the front page of the Ottawa Citizen in 1907, five times since our first tribunal in 1998, five times we went public with evidence of mass graves. We even conducted an accredited excavation at the Mohawk Indian School in Brantford in 2011, uncovered bones, they turned out to be that of children, totally blacked out of the media. So the real question now is like, why all of a sudden are the Canadian government and their puppet band council chiefs reopening this enormous Pandora's box? And the short answer to that is that Russia was in the, after working with people connected to our movement, actually, Russia saw a political advantage in bringing this out now because China and Canada are basically merging. Uh, the Trudeau government is opening up the country not only to Chinese investment, but allowing them to station their troops on Canadian soil on, in the West Coast. And Russia had a lot of this evidence of Trudeau's direct complicity in concealing these mass graves not only of children in the past, but of course these are present body, day, body dumping sites of native families being wiped out by death squads in nor northern BC, operated by the Chinese and the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. We have really solid evidence of that, and Russia was about to go public with this. Basically, Canada was trying to beat them to the punch by, you know, like a lawyer does in court, you don't ignore evidence that's damning, you embrace it and then spin it in the direction you want. You put your interpretation on it. So what really happened in Kamloops, the, way, the reason the story broke, um, is that an insider on the Tecumloops Span Council broke the story two days before it was to be actually suppressed. The Mounties were in there with the Tecumseh Band Council. They were about to destroy the site like they've done to many mass grave sites across the country. It got leaked to the Kamloops newspaper. It then went viral all over the, the world. And the Canadian government realized they had to get in there and, and put their own spin on it. So now they've created this big impression that they're, they're trying to get at the heart of what happened in these mass graves when they've consistently not only destroyed these sites, but allowed the churches responsible to destroy their own records and documents. So it's kind of like an enormous uh, rewrite of history going on where people are pretending that they haven't been complicit. They're basically destroying their own crime scene. And, um, you know, I mean, you can see all of the background, murderbydecree.com. But, you know, while it's a big spin, at the same time, it's, opening an enormous new audience for this. I mean, I am getting calls and requests I've never had in years, and a whole generation has been brainwashed to think these things didn't go on. Suddenly the people who did it are saying, well, yeah, there's mass graves, by the way. Um, and so it's causing a huge mental shock for people and really opening up the whole possibility of talking about what really happened, not only in the past, but how it's carrying on today. Yeah, that's a very, very important key component of this, Kevin. And, I, and I'm, I'm watching these news reports these art, and reading these articles today and the last couple of days about this. And I see a lot of Native people and residential school survivors being interviewed. And uh, a lot of them are simply asking for the church and even for the state to simply issue an official apology. And uh, I've listened to some cardinals and obviously news outlets have reached out to the Pope to ask for just simply that, an apology. And they can't even acknowledge it, let alone issue an apology. Is that just because to acknowledge it acknowledges uh, the, the responsibility and acknowledges the, the guilt? What exactly well, no. is it? Well, no, an apology does the exact opposite. An apologetic under the law is an, a defense of one's action. Uh, you see, this is more mind games going on. Um, yeah, that's what it I It doesn't figured. really matter what the... 
Yeah, it doesn't really matter what the Pope or anybody says. The serial killer's opinion is not the, the, the issue. They belong behind bars. That's the issue. And an apology is designed to legally indemnify anyone making the apology. So what all the government-funded natives are, are filmed on television say, we want an apology, that's, that's setting up the Pope to then indemnify himself. It's a tag-team operation by the Jesuit-educated Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, sitting down with the Catholic Church and saying, okay, we'll create this scenario where, you know, you're resistant, we're demanding it, we build this groundswell, demanding an apology, finally it's made and everybody goes back to sleep. You know, they did this in 2008 already. You know, being there, done that, people. We, they tried to with the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, waited a few years, now they're doing it again on a bigger scale, because like I said, it's a geopolitical issue now. It's about China taking over Canada, and the whole Orwellian three-power struggle between America, Russia, and China, it's playing itself out now in those mass graves. And so we've got to keep the bigger perspective on all this. So if there was to be prosecution for these types of crimes, Kevin, who exactly is prosecuted? Because most of the people are dead. There are some people who are still alive that worked in these residential schools, and obviously the institutions that perpetrated these crimes are still operating today. What exactly does prosecution and justice look like? Well, it can't happen under Crown Law. This, we tried this as far back as 1996, when the first lawsuits began against the Church, United Anglican Catholic Churches, and the Crown and the Vatican. And um, the Crown Courts continually threw out the cases, so that's why we had to create an international tribunal. And in fact, again, this is the memory they, they're actively erasing, the, the Canada and its churches have already been found guilty in that international um, citizens tribunal. And it's one of the reasons Ratzinger stepped down, Pope Benedict, in February 2013, because the Spanish government was about to move on issuing an arrest warrant if he came to Spain, based on what we had brought out in our our citizens' tribunal. So, you know, they, they don't want people to realize they have the power to do this, and instead they want to keep everyone's minds focused on their legal system, which is designed to protect perpetrators. Like under international law, there's no court that allows you to put a system on trial. That only individuals can be tried for for genocide. Like you know, Slobodan Milosevic. It's only been, the UN Convention on Genocide has only been used twice in its history, in 75 years, you know, against Rwanda and Serbia, never against the major powers, never against Canada or America or the Vatican. It's designed to protect those groups. So there isn't a, a legal solution within their system, but there is, as we've shown, within not only citizen tribunals, but the native people themselves can declare their own independence. One of the things that came out this last week is a joint call by elders who are working with us from different, nine different indigenous nations across Canada, and they are telling the churches to get off their land now. They're going to seize their property, which they can do under international law because they're convicted criminal bodies. They're going to arrest the um, priest if he doesn't leave their land, going to take over the properties and assets of the church's reparations. That's the kind of direct action people need to do. It's the only way justice happens. Has anything like this already happened so far in Canada? Oh, yeah. Like we, oh, as far back as the 90s, there's stories of um, Native people just uh, tossing out the priest and taking over the church on the reservation. Now, I know a number of places in Canada where that's operating now. The old church building is now a community center. So, but of course, these things are never... Uh, heard about in the corporate media, right? 
Of course, of course. And, and so basically what's happening, what you're saying is these stories come out, 215 children found at one school, the Kamloops Indian Res, uh, Residential School, and then another story, 751 unmarked graves uh, in the Saskatchewan province at the Maryville School. And in order to get ahead of the political game being played, you're saying by Russia in this case, Canada and the media outlets, they acknowledge this. They, they demand a, a public apology by the Vatican, by the Pope, by people involved in this, by the church. Uh, and then they hope that it just goes away. Uh, that's, that's the basis of what well, you're it, saying. It, yeah, I mean, it likely will go away and if people's minds are focused on the, on the corporate world and, and its media. But, I mean, the reality is that what you don't hear is over the last year in British Columbia, there's been a huge upswell in, in independent indigenous movements outside the, the band council controlled system. Um, last year, Native people occupied the legislature, the British Columbia legislature, for over two weeks. And again, that was never reported. The reason they did that is the biggest company now in Canada operating to, show, to uh, divert oil and gas to China um, is set up by Native people. These are band council chiefs who have struck their own deal with China to provide all this oil and gas to what's called the Trans Mountain Pipeline. Well, Trudeau approved that right after he admitted in June 2019 that genocide happened in Canada. People are wondering, Trudeau admits to genocide. How come there's no war crimes tribunal? There's no outrage. It's just passed in the media. Well, that's because he got the reassurance of the UN that, in fact, he would not be prosecuted. And so he was safe to then go ahead with his big deal, which is to, and this is historic, for the first time ever, America is no longer the chief recipient of oil and gas. They're no longer the chief resource trading partner with Canada. China is, thanks to the native chiefs who are brokering the whole deal. So it's like what happened in Wounded Knee during the shootout in 1973. Do you remember uh, the American Indian Movement uh, takeover at Wounded Knee and the FBI moved in? That whole shootout was a distraction from the fact that the, the Lakota Band Council, the government Indian chiefs, had just um, handed over all their land filled with uranium to the U.S. military. But to cover that corporate deal, they created this big shootout at Wounded Knee. Well, by analogy, that's what's going on. They've got everybody's eyes focused on these controlled digs. They're not really digs. They, they don't let the press in. Nobody is allowed into these dig sites to see what's going on. The press is barred survivors are barred they're they're going sifting through the uh, remains to see what's damning and what isn't get rid of the damning evidence put out a whitewashed report like they did with their trc all of that consumes people's attention and they don't see what's going on with china so i mean it's all that same political game it's nothing new but they rely on people's three-second memory again right yeah it's a very short attention span and while that's happening in canada and it's made international headlines here in the United States, uh, we, are th- we are seeing things. I sent you a, an example of this. We're seeing things with uh, an open border policy where children are literally being flown in on planes into states. Governors are not being notified officially. Those planes are landing. Children are being taken off the planes with masks under the pretext of COVID, put onto buses run by the Department of Defense, and then trafficked to different parts of the country. These are local mainstream news outlets reporting this hardly any national news, and it's going on literally under our noses. The, the White House refuses to acknowledge it. But this is hap- my point is this is happening now. There are literally videos of children being trafficked into various states and various cities to God knows right. who. It's happening right now, today. 
And there's very little outrage about this because I think it's easier to not only ignore it, but it's easier to pretend like it doesn't, it doesn't happen because these kinds of things, just like in the past that are happening today, are going to continue to happen. And to acknowledge it means that people have to take some level of responsibility. Well, yeah, and, and that's the focus that it's going on now. And that the purpose of these digs and that, the whole uh, controlled uh, narrative is that these things all happened in the past and now we're making them better. No, in fact... What's in those mass grave sites are native people being killed right now. And similarly in America, what you're talking about, it, you might have noticed that uh, Biden's uh, Secretary of the Interior is actually an Aboriginal woman. Her name is Deb Haland. She's from uh, New Mexico. And she came out immediately and said, oh, I read about the 215 children in Kamloops. My own children, uh, my own parents went to one of these places, and we're going to launch an investigation. Suddenly a prefabricated investigation in America, they've already announced up to 40,000 children died. We're going to in- get, investigate. Well, investigation in government parlance means cover-up. And so one of the chief places that, pe- that children are trafficked off, of course, is Indian reservations in America. The Gila Reservation in Arizona has the highest rate of child disappearance of anywhere in the country. So um, obviously, you know, this, uh, the government's official response here, it isn't just geopolitical pressure about uh, Russia and China. It's also the fact that internally they have to protect and conceal their, their massive child trafficking network, which very much involves the Aboriginal world. So I think that that's what's prompting the American response now of, you know, the, the recent announcement like a week ago that they're going to start investigating American Indian residential schools. And um, just a P.S. on that, I took part in the only lawsuit ever brought in America against the Catholic Church for their Indian schools the, uh, in Chamberlain, South Dakota, uh, which still operates an Indian school there, by the way, the Catholic Church. They tried suing the Catholic Church. The two state senators intervened, brought in legislation in less than a day, barring any legal action against the assets of the church and just pinning it on a few priests. Meanwhile, people were coming forward saying that they saw Jesuit priests bury children alive under floorboards of churches there and in Omak, Washington. FBI refused to investigate. Right. So, I mean, that one example shows you that it's the same response, whether in America or Canada, church-state collusion in concealing this ongoing genocide. Oh, absolutely. So, basically, what's happening in Canada with these two particular stories, Canada gets ahead of the, of, of the, of the world, in a sense. They acknowledge what's happening, and they use it to whitewash and to downplay the extent of these atrocities. The same thing's happening in the United States, from Jeffrey Epstein to a huge report that came out of Pennsylvania, about what are referred to as predator priests, where they acknowledge, yes, priests did some bad stuff to kids. And then when you read into the details of the report, they were making children stand naked with crosses and mock Jesus on the cross, taking pictures of them and then, and then raping them, if you read the details of the report. So when it comes out in the media and there's finally acknowledgement of it, whether it's in Canada, the United States, or in Europe, Sure, some bad people did some bad stuff, but let's move on. They want to move on because they're still doing it today. And they're whitewashing it because they're still doing it today. And it's a lot more horrific than somebody being dumped into a grave as they whitewash it to sound like that or some kids being trafficked off a plane onto a bus. It's a lot more horrific. Right. Even the term grave, it implies kind of a dignified burial, a headstone. No, these children were brutalized, tortured, thrown into a mass burial dump basically. And at Kamloops, it's interesting because the main um, band council office was built deliberately 
over the area that eyewitness William Coombs said they were regularly taking children down there to torture and kill them. Kamloops, it's interesting they, they first start there because it's, don't forget, it's the location where Queen Elizabeth stole 10 children. That's right. That's right. In October I'm... 1964. Yeah, I mean, they were never seen again. Eyewitness William Coombs was killed by lethal injection in the St. Paul's Hospital when he was about to go public about it. So, um, you know, that's no coincidence. No, I remember reading about that in the news. I think we interviewed you about that, too. That, that was just an incredible story. We can talk about that a little bit more when we come back from break. Uh, right here on The Secret Teachings, Kevin Annett, MurderByDecree.com. There's more after this. Stay with us. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM and join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic parts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients even those in your pet food with free solutions to better health then check out food philosophy all three of these books are available in soft cover or pdf at www.thesecretteachings.info that's where you can read reviews see pictures and even order yours today it not only supports the secret teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of my books. For the month of June, home of the summer solstice, you can submit a one-time donation of only $45 and get a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping. For those of you who want to consistently support the show, you can subscribe for a monthly donation and get the same access to the archive. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donation Subscribe tab at the top of the page. If you're just interested in the books, you can find each one of those on the website as well. And if you have any questions, you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for supporting The Secret Teachings over the years. I look forward to keeping you company through all the late nights and early mornings for many years to come. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> like you're all working for the same guy. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. 
Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. We're taking a live look at the Vatican. We just heard Chief Bobby Cameron calling on the Pope to apologize for the church's role in residential schools. The Calus's First Nations discovery comes a month after the discovery of 215 unmarked graves at the Kamloops Indian Residential School in British Columbia. As many as 751 unmarked graves were discovered on Thursday at another former Indian residential school in Canada's Saskatchewan. The discovery at the Maryville Indian Residential School marks the largest to date, as Canada continues to reckon with its past abuse of Indigenous peoples. Kids would not show up in classroom. They would disappear for the next day, and we knew that they were gone, but we didn't know where they were gone. Apologizing to Indigenous Canadians after the remains of more than 200 Indigenous children were found last week. Some were as young as three. Many from Indigenous communities gathered this week to honor the lives lost. The remains were discovered in Kamloops, British Columbia. Indigenous communities are now calling for other school sites to also be searched for remains. The Liberal government doesn't care down about Indigenous people and doesn't know anything of substance about what it is that we need. Canada's residential school system, operated between 1831 and 1996, forcibly removed some 150,000 Indigenous children from their families. The mostly Catholic residential schools, run on behalf of the federal government, often subjected the children to malnutrition, physical, and sexual abuse. The Liberal government doesn't care down about Indigenous people and doesn't know anything. Which nation's administration do you most admire? Admiration I actually have for China. Their basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime. Unmarked graves. This my body shivers to know that there is more. This is not going to stop. I'm Ryan Gable, and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio, broadcasting around the world right here from the Fringe FM. The Fringe.fm is the network website. Our website, thesecretteachings.info. You can go to the website for our archive, my books, and our affiliate sponsors like Pro One Water Filter. It's all at www.thesecretteachings.info. Our guest this evening, final segment with Kevin Annett, good friend of ours over about half a decade here on The Secret Teachings, maybe a little bit longer. He is a renowned global human rights campaigner, a whistleblower. He's been leading movements around the world to expose and prosecute child murder by church and state in both Europe and in Canada. He's very well versed on other things as well. 
international law, human rights law, common law. As some of you might remember us talking with Kevin about years ago. Kevin, I wanted to see if you could just break down for a moment, considering what is coming out of the news now, break down in the moment, going back to 2015, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, and that whitewashing of the acknowledgement of, of what Trudeau later said in 2019 about genocide being committed in Canada, that whole operation, why in 2015 was that report put together? Is it similar to what's happening now? Yeah, to, really what's happening now, Ryan, it's stage three. It's, they've, they've destroyed a lot of the documents. As a matter of fact, the government admitted when the TRC began that as early as 1960, they had special teams going around to pulp and destroy any documents in the residential school archives in Canada that uh, suggested deaths. They wiped out death records. They had a, uh, a monthly death quota that they're expected to fulfill. That was recorded in what were called punishment logs. That was all wiped out during the 1960s. And when the TRC began, they gave the guilty churches six months to go through their own records and, and let the TRC know what they think they should share, like asking the serial killer what they want to share with the court. I mean, it was disgusting and absurd. It was really an obstruction of justice actually created by the churches and government themselves, their own self-inquiry. Uh, but the press, of course, passed it off like this genuine investigation. That went on for seven years, 2008 to 2015. They finally, you know, they never used the word genocide. They always said cultural genocide, as if that adjective somehow softens it. Um, you know, to wipe out a culture, you kill people. You kill children. <laughs> that's that's the simple reality. But that false division was made all the time. And the New York Times, uh, June 3rd, 2015, reports, you know, the TRC d- describes it as, as the definitive investigation into residential schools. They didn't mention that when you look at the TRC mandate, it said the commissioners were not allowed to take down as evidence any reference to the death of a child or, or a crime committed by anyone. So it, it was structured whitewash. Yeah, so what's and the point in having the, the, having the report anyway, then? What's the report if, they, if it's censored from the beginning? Well, censored from the beginning, but that's because, you know, there's an old saying, anyone can see through a lie unless they have need of the lie. And Canadians deeply have a need for this lie that we didn't really do much bad. They just reflected what people wanted to hear, like any priest or politician does. You say what people need to hear, and then you have them controlled. And that's why now it's so funny to watch, because this stuff about the mass graves is just a repeat of this. Uh, On the final issue, they've destroyed the documents, they've silenced the witnesses with gag orders, killing the ones who wouldn't go along or isolating them. And uh, the final stage has to do with getting rid of the bones, getting rid of the hard forensic evidence. They've done that, by and large. Many of the mass grave sites that we pointed out in 2008, they've all been destroyed um, because the Native people didn't respond in the way we thought they were going to do and act and claim those sites and protect them. They, 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 that's a whole other thing on the extent to which Native people are programmed not to fight this, not to fight back. Um, you know, and we can talk about that, but the point is that those grave sites have all been pretty much destroyed. The ones that you can see in the corporate media are the approved ones, you know, the ones that are not going to contain any damning evidence, because again, they've got to distract from the, the modern day burial sites all over British Columbia, where they're dumping uh, natives who get in the way of their liquid natural gas pipelines run by China, right? Today in 2021. That's right. Remember uh, Cardinal uh, Reinhard Marx? Does that name ring a bell? 
It's a German, it does. You'll have to remind me, though. Yeah, German Cardinal Reinhard Marx. He said uh, that the church, uh, officially in 2019, uh, any record they had of pedophile priests were totally destroyed. He said that the uh, procedures and the processes for prosecution of these offenses were deliberately not complied with, deliberately covered up, and then deliberately destroyed. So basically what you're saying is happening in Canada, uh, a cardinal for the church acknowledged that uh, was happening in 2019 as more attention was brought to the subject of uh, pedophilia within the church, the church essentially openly just destroyed the records. Well, you know, under their laws... They can do whatever they want. Don't forget that that in Catholic doctrine, the the Pope has life and death power over everyone on the planet. They don't recognize any legal system but canon law. Their own policies, crimen solicitanus, allows uh, orders that every Catholic has to cover up child rape or they'll be excommunicated, not allowed to tell police. Like it's a global criminal conspiracy, and they act like they're the only power on earth. So as long as people allow that system to go on, yes, you're going to get mass graves of children appearing. Can you break that down? What is crimen solicitanus? It was a policy adopted. It's Latin. It means the crime of solicitation. And you can see it. We reprinted it in, in total in one of the appendices of murderbydecree.com. Uh, originally passed in 1929, after Mussolini came to power, he created the Vatican Bank. He reestablished the Vatican uh, with the power of a government. And um, they passed this policy, which said... It was institutionalized protection of child rapists and child killers. It says that um, the pontifical secret is imposed on any act of violence against a child by a priest. That means the Pope orders everyone to be quiet about it. The police are not to be told, and um, which is really an act of treason anywhere in the world. You're told that you're not to obey the laws of your own country about child protection. You're to ignore the, the police and do what the Pope says. And um, that policy was reaffirmed at the Vatican Second Vatican Council, 1962, it applied to all Catholics. So if you do the right thing, you go to hell, according to that doctrine. Yeah, that's what excommunication means, you know, to an adherent of the Church of Rome. And they apply this. That's one of the reasons there's so much rampant child rape going on in the Church, because if you're a rapist, child rapist, you know you can get ordained as a priest and you'll always be protected. And that policy, it's interesting, that very same year they passed it in 1929, that's the year in Canada that the government turned over legal guardianship to the principal of the residential schools. So in other words, the church now became the legal guardian of the kids, and of course they can do whatever they want at that point with them legally. So, I mean, it's all the structured, that's the point, it isn't random bad apples at work, it's a structured system of genocide and child killing. And that continues today, and obviously the church gets a tremendous amount of attention here in the state of New York where I am, uh, about two years ago, there were big reports in all the newspapers about pedophile priests, and there was a huge report that came out of Pennsylvania uh, from a grand jury about pedophile priests, and they called them predator priests. But when you read a lot of the, the, the psychology behind this, it's not, obviously people know their priest, but it's usually people that you know very personally. It's your doctor, it's your uncle, people that you know very, very intimately in your life that are uh, abusers and I find it interesting that you, you look all over the world, Kevin, and I looked through a bunch of news articles today, all over the world, from the Boy Scouts of America to the church to uh, just little communities in the country of Germany uh, to Italy, uh, from mayors, doctors, social workers. I mean, there, there, there are endless stories 
of children being abused, being brainwashed, being tortured. Uh, they're being sold for sex. Like, what is behind all of this? It, it can't just be money. It's like a spiritual uh, demon or something. It's some kind of evil in the world. Well, I mean, it's inherent right in what's called Western civilization. And uh, you can trace it back to Greek and Roman philosophy. And in the law, of course, women and children were not human beings. They were just objects in Roman property law. That's what Aristotle said, that, you know, that children are not human beings. And uh, they don't have souls, right? Um, and, and so partly it's that, but also don't forget, the most effective way of controlling a crowd is to traumatize them at a young age. And, you know, like genocide, child torture and, and rape and that is a tool of church and state. It's a way you keep people in line. It's also very lucrative, as you know. It's a huge global course, industry. Yeah. It's part of the human slave and human trafficking industry that's, that's enormous, multi-billion dollar industry every year. So when you figure all that in, um, it's why it's not really a crime in practice to rape or kill a child. An example of that in Canada, they just a few years ago, they changed in the criminal code, they lowered the mandatory sentence of, of child rape to one year. So, I mean, and then you're out in two months. Like, it's more of a crime in Canada to grow a lot of marijuana plants than it is to rape a child. So, I mean, it shows you in that kind of culture of child hatred, really, and going back to the whole original sin doctrine, um, these things are inevitable. It's, a, it's, it's part of the system. You know, it's, it, it's like being surprised why there are fetuses being aborted in an abortion clinic. I mean, that's how the system's set up to operate, you know. It's just really, really disgusting, Kevin. I, 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 re- I was reading this thing about California back in 2020. They were trying to change the law so that if, uh, let's say, a 25-year-old uh, raped a 15-year-old, that it wouldn't be considered rape. It would be considered consensual sex. And I know in, in the U.K. they're doing something similar with basically just removing the guidelines and the restrictions for what is considered right. sexual predator. Uh, I mean, this this is a, an effort around the world to do this in, in every major country. Right. It's, it's like a big cult. The Queen's own advisor, uh, Judge Fulford, is head of this thing called the Pedophile Information Exchange Network, PI, and they advocate openly the removal of all age of consent so that you can have sex with a two-year-old and it's not a crime. You know, this the Queen's primary advisor saying that. I mean, you know, like these people behind, belong behind bars, but... The problem is that our culture, it doesn't revere childhood and innocence. It sees it as a, as a threat in some way. And I find that all the time. This issue is something that's never caught on with most people. We've been operating like a voice in the wilderness because they don't, people don't like looking at what happens to children because it happened to all of us in, to some degree, whether it was physical, mental, sexual, whatever. All of us were traumatized at a young age to not trust ourselves and our natural spirit and, and, and thoughts, but, you know, trust an external parental authority. And that's what, you know, a perfect example of that, Ryan, the world ignored these mass graves for years and years and years, even though eyewitnesses and independent inquiries like ours were bringing it out. Suddenly the perpetrators say it's an issue and everyone says, hey, it's an issue. And, and so I say, that's because you're thinking in the mind of your parental figure. They tell you you can think about something, so now you can. And, you know, why else would dozens of media outlets suddenly be reporting this and, and all these people saying, hey, I didn't know about this. Well, of course we all knew about it. We just didn't want to look at it. And then when you do look at it, 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 it disturbs you on such a deep level and such a soulful level. Um, I read this article a couple of months ago uh, back in 2020 
about German nuns. I don't know if you saw this, who uh, it came out in court documents were paid to drag children to priests to be sexually abused. Uh, now, those nuns that were doing that, obviously, they're complicit, too. And the people that are involved in covering up crimes, whether they're driving the getaway car, they're dragging the kids to be raped, or they're simply aware of it and not acknowledging it, not doing something about it, they're also complicit under common law, are they not? Well, yeah. I mean, they're all, like, it's like hiding the murder weapon is as serious a crime as using it. And uh, in that sense, the point is that our culture as a whole is complicit and it's a criminal conspiracy. But um, that can get too overwhelming for people. What we say is, you know, you can all pull out of it. You can start, and you're obligated to pull out of it under international law. It says if your government or it commits crimes against humanity, you, you're, you cannot pay taxes or you're aiding and abetting a crime. And, and so that's the piece we start with people, that as an individual, you can start pulling out. You, and we find that energetically, their balloon starts deflating when you do that because it's a parasitic system relying on our, our compliance. And we have great power. We proved that in Europe when we forced Benedict to resign. Right? Um, you know, so, I mean, it's all within our power. But we, the other strategy here is if you overwhelm people, it's like the, the replay of the 9-11 incident over and over on the TV, right? People get numbed, so numbed quickly. And if you talk suddenly about mass graves of children, they're, they're, people are too numbed and they're shut out of any other evidence that then comes out. Their, their minds are shut down, and that's part of the strategy as well. What do you think about some of the other stuff happening? I don't know if it's going on in Canada, but I'm sure it's in the news what's happening in the United States. Uh, programs uh, at libraries like Drag Queen Storytime, where you have in some cases convicted uh, pedophiles or people that have tried to murder people, dressing up in drag and then basically reading or you know dancing with little children and dressing children up in drag and there's that kid named Desmond in New York City who is a drag performer at 10 years old and then you have movements and groups where their goal is to destroy the family structure to destroy women and to destroy men and to destroy children this is something that has become so prolific Kevin in the United States it is it is so uh, in our face 24 hours a day, and it's glorified. It's not despised. It's glorified. Yep. What is happening in yep. our culture? Well, the same, the same in Canada. Trudeau himself rose, raised a, a LGBT flag on Parliament Hill. I mean, it, it's the, the reality here, I mean, on two levels. I take it in two ways, right? Partly, I think it's just a massive group psychosis. The whole culture is going completely nuts, and, <laughs> and that tends to get concentrated <laughs> yeah, at the yeah. top. Right. I mean, as a as a culture collapses, the the its leaders make increasingly self-destructive decisions. When you look at the history of any system that collapses, that tends to be what goes on. So in one sense, it's that simple. On another level, um, the destruction of the family and our humanity is part of, you know, corporatism strategy. Um, You destroy all horizontal ties between people. You orient everyone to the corporate monolithic state. And um, you can have no other relationships. You are, it's part of the transformation of people into kind of homo machina, part of a big machine. They have the technology to do that. Many of the experiments in these Indian hospitals and residential schools were about that, how to create a slave population. And they're achieving it. And that's one of the ways you do it. Um, you know, you break down the natural love and solidarity among people and confuse them. You know, just create massive confusion, and that's the way that you divide and conquer and control people. 
I don't think we've talked much since uh, the Jeffrey Epstein revelations. What did you think of that? Have you had uh, much investigation into that? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, Ryan, because it's like um, I always, my whole attitude of uh, what, did they, what did they allow you to see on the corporate media and why are they doing it? Right. You know, the whole strategy of focusing on evil individuals, as we've talked about, is a way to distract from the fact that we live in an evil system. So I, I find it kind of interesting, but um, I don't put a lot of attention there because it's always a question like following the money. Like who's, what's really behind this? What's causing it? Um, it it's like a, there's this kind of voyeuristic element when people write to me and say, tell me all about the things that happened to these kids. I'm, I say, well, why do you want to know that? What are you going to do with it? Is this some kind of, um, you know, voyeuristic impulse to, to just feed on violence and, and images. We've had that in our culture for three quarters of a century, a TV-based culture that inculcates this love of violence and sadism in people. So I, I kind of step back. It's like we've got to be aware of everything, of how we operate, including our language. That term pedophile is means friend of children. That's in right. Greek, yep. philia is love love. So I always say child killer. I just say what it is. Child rapist, child killer. Don't use their language because it's all about control, right? That's right. I, you know, I haven't, I haven't mentioned that on the show for a long time, but yes, it is pedo, child, and then philia, love, like city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, the lovers of children, friends of children. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that is, uh, when you start to look at the, the language and the etymology of the terminology that they use, um, you can see how well-organized and well-crafted the ideology is and how embedded it is in people's brains and in people's psyches and how it starts to override uh, and hijack natural mechanisms of uh, you know, basic right. instincts to protect the innocent and, and to protect the people that otherwise can't defend themselves like children. Well, that's what we do in our common law workshops. One of the first sessions we always hold is in language and breaking down the meaning, the original meaning of words, like uh, apology, which means to defend one's action, not to say you're sorry. Um, arrogant, which we're taught is a bad thing, especially in Canada, <laughs> people are taught that. But it comes from the Italian word arrogati, which means to claim for oneself. Well, what, what's the problem with, with that, right? I mean, it goes on and on. The words are designed to create, a, even the terms please and thank you. They, that's how slaves speak. You know, please, you know, I plead you. A, a pleading in court is supplication before a master. I mean, it's all designed to enforce that slave thinking. What was that thing I read one time in one of your books about the name and the name placards worn around the necks of slaves and how that implies ownership? Right. Uh, that's in Roman law. Of course, Roman property law dictates a lot of everything outside common law is, is really rooted in, in, in the Western tradition in that Roman property law concept, which is nomos. It, it was a, a, a term used um, meaning the plaque you hang on a slave to show who owns them. So the name indicates ownership um, and also power, like remember in Genesis, Adam names all the creatures, creatures in the Garden of Eden. Yep. By naming, he has domination over them. Dominos, God, domination, control, the dominion of Canada, conquest. It's, it's all that, that way of controlling through naming something. And similarly, in an exorcism rite, first thing we do, you name, you get the entity to name itself. And by naming itself, it loses its power and it can be more easily expelled yep. from, from its host, right? You have power so over it. So that term, name, it, what's the first thing a cop asks you when he stops you? What's your name? 
you don't give a name and you, you they're powerless because you're not in their jurisdiction, right? It's all about that asserting that natural jurisdiction, and that's really the basis of recovering our, our world under really common law republics, and that's another thing we've been working on for years now. Yeah, and you know what? This is something that I try to show our audience here at The Secret Teachings on every show. Uh, when we read news articles or we do investigations, you start to pay attention to the details of the words that are used. Um, I don't know how you personally feel, Kev. We don't have enough time to get into it uh, about COVID-19, but around the world you see these studies that are coming out about masks and about vaccines, etc. And the, oh, yeah. the ones that are conclusive will conclusively state a mask does not work to prevent transmission. The ones that are promoted by the media right. will say this study suggests, this study implies, this study uh, believes, the, the, these scientists think. It's all just relative to the individual. It's implicating of something, but it's not conclusive of anything at all in particular. Uh, that's the kind of language that you right. see in media. It's the kind of language that politicians use. I, I, it's the same thing with uh, with these child murderers and child rapists. We've got about a minute left if you'd like to uh, go into the details of your website well, and books. Just, oh, yeah. Well, just a brief thing for 10 seconds on the whole COVID thing is that it's many of the, the drugs that was part of the crimes in the Indian hospitals and residential schools. So Pfizer and other companies were trying these drugs out first on the children. And the Indian Act, which requires mandatory vaccination on on children as being the law and for over 100 years they're now applying that to all of us so like we're all on the reservation that's the whole plan but people can learn more murderbydecree.com um republic of kanata k-a-n-a-t-a republic of kanata.ca and i'm at angelfire 101 at protonmail.com i really appreciate the time out ryan we'll have to do it again I was about to say that, Kevin. We'll have to do it again very soon. There's a lot more that we could get into and talk about. We haven't spoken for so long. We had to do a little little bit of catch-up. But Kevin Annett on The Secret Teachings okay. tonight. Yep. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, what was the email if listeners want to get in contact with you again? Angel, angelfire101 at protonmail.com. Thanks so much, Ryan. Excellent. Murderbydecree.com. Our website, thesecretteachings.info. There is Kevin Annett. Contact him if you have any questions or any assistance that you'd like to offer. Murder by Decree, D-E-C-R-E-E.com. If you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com, rdgable at yahoo.com. Subscribe to our archive at thesecretteachings.info. Get access to the archive for the shows, the montages, and my digital books. We also have a Patreon account coming with uh, behind-the-scenes videos and more here at The Secret Teachings. We have our water filter affiliate program we're going to begin promoting for the sponsorship. That's Pro One on the website and all of my books on the website. It's, once again, www.thesecretteachings.info. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and we will talk to you on the next broadcast. Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show, 
or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm. 